Yeah, that's what I mean. She's got a perfect turd cutter because it's so fiber. You know, so much fiber. It's just... This is the emergency broadcast system. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. This are advised to take the following steps. If exposed, Jamal broadcasting hungover on a Chinese-made microphone, lost in a dark alley behind NORAD. Here was Tito. How you doing, Tito? Hey, Phantoms. Happy New Year, everybody. How was uh, everyone's holiday? Wonderful. It was a wonderful holiday. I'm suffering for it today, though. It was long. Long day. You went, at, uh, you went out to Lackland Air Force Base to do a little digging around, didn't you, Devin, over the weekend? Waved at the sign as I drove by. Did you flip off old Jolly West grave? Yeah, you know what? I did tell my friends that story, and they were like totally creeped out about it. <laughs> I was like, it could have happened here in your backyard. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a great way to propagate the uh, podcast. How you doing over there, uh, Ray? Tired, falling yeah. asleep. Ray's like all propped up on desk, covered in a blanket. He's got his hot cocoa next to him. This is, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I was looking at all the other podcasters. They all throw this episode away. The New Year's episode, they all do it like uh, 2020 and review. And then they just play old <laughs> clips. You know, they, they're literally do. We're out here bringing content to the people. And guess how much money we made from it? Zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah. Zero. I was going to say it, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> all that friendship support. All that friendship support. Hey, the moral support's appreciated. But we got a new uh, website. So you should check that out, phantomfacts.com. So uh, we had uh, Brother McElhenney made that web- website for uh, the Phantom Factors. So Is that what we're calling um, our associates now, Brother? Yeah, if they if they donate, they join the society. Right now, they're just outside members. Join the fruits of our labor. Brother Devin. Brother Raymond. <laughs> no, you got to go last name, right? You can't use their first name. It's a yeah. cult thing. Yeah, yeah. That way you All remain right. anonymous. You know, you don't know who it is. Did they do that in the hoves? Yeah, that's what they did in the hoves. I can't help it. I, just go, <laughs> I naturally want to drift to mind control. I apologize. Call me Brother Poppy. Brother Pop, you could do better than that, Devin. <laughs> well, when I used to like when I arm all my explosives like for my job and stuff, I always uh, I all initial at Poppy D. Explosives? Yeah. What do you do? Who are you yeah, killing? Shoot, uh, what are you blowing up? Were you in Nashville? What does explosives have, a, have to do I with sheep? I have an explosives permit that I had to apply for for uh, Colorado. I transport explosives. I set them off. Like mining? Do the oil and gas? You know, help help. Helping out with that, uh, the earthquakes under our feet and stuff, you know, <laughs> extraction. Nice. Mostly, though, I do uh, uh, anywhere. I don't really do the destroy the environment. Fracking stuff anymore. I just pretty much do like plug, plug and abandon and then like maintenance stuff. What's the biggest explosion you've ever seen? Uh, the military. You're... Most of the stuff that we do is all like underground, so you don't really see anything. I mean, how does one can you get feel into it, that? Though? How do you? No, like the only time you'll feel it is like on the end of your wire because you run it in the well and you're. You know, your your wireline shiv will bounce sometimes depending on how shallow you are. I mean, I, I've shot stuff at like 80 feet, and that was pretty cool. Is that through the military? Is that like is like a con- like contract work when you retired? Like you went and did like... No, it's just... It's just wireline. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it sort of reminds me of... Uh, you remember, 
have you seen the Curse of Oak Island, the TV show on the History Channel? Yeah, I, I love that show. Like, I, I just can't watch it anymore because I don't find anything. Uh, but you have to stay true. <laughs> I mean, you I'm soul to like you know. I'm religious kind of every Tuesday. I I have hope. There's something there. They just don't know where they're looking. Those guys have dropped millions of dollars. I mean, I don't know how much they made from their TV show, but it's a good thing they own a winery. You know what I'm saying? And and how about like a solar power plant? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Marty owns he, uh, windmill. It was windmills. He sold a some wind- sort of energy. Yeah, and he yeah. sold it for like he's worth like 130 million dollars. Yeah. yeah, I mean they found, they found some cool stuff for sure. Well, I, that's the thing that keeps me always intrigued about Oak. Like I won't walk away from Oak Island. I won't watch every episode, but. Like you're behind, aren't you? Yeah, I'm behind yeah. six episodes right now. Yeah, six, T- maybe five. Tito, you ever see it? No, I haven't. I know about it, but I haven't. I haven't watched it before. You have to jump on the oh, bandwagon. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's kind of like Finding Bigfoot. Nope. You know, no, like nope. not even close. No, find this Bigfoot. is more real. Nope, no. Bigfoot. <laughs> this is more you historic. This him. is more historically accurate. You know, this has been going and, on. And, well, and with. The only difference between the Bigfoot and uh, and Oak Island is that they're finding like these bones that they can date back to the 12th century. But but where are they from? You're missing them. They're where? from one's from one was from the Middle East. Yeah, but 120 your, feet below the surface. That was like 100, like 70. It, it, it was deep. Uh, yeah, it's over 100. No ex, no explanation. Yeah. And yeah. pottery down there. How old are the remains? Uh, how old are that? Did they? Uh, what they do say? That? 1600. Research. Yeah, it was like 1600s. Yeah, everything's researched very well in that yeah. show. Everything's backed up by science. Science. Yep, they take everything in there because they don't want to go on a false trail either right because it's a lot of money just to di- just to put one hole in the ground you're talking i, I would know. say forty thousand. yeah probably. it's expensive and they're and they're drilling i mean you got to start the season from the beginning but you could kind of get the the idea of how much money they're spending after the you finish all the seasons and and, and like the mason involvement in oak island even if there like isn't treasure just the fact that there's only been Masons that have looked for it, mm-hmm. and they found that lead cross that the looks Knights like, Templar oh, cross. Yep. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Knights Templar cross, which they could find uh, engravings in the uh, prison in France where they held the uh, where they held the uh, crusade. Was it the Crusaders? Wasn't it mm-hmm. the Templars? Where yeah. they held the Templars yeah. before execution, and these Templars would engrave stuff with like their teeth onto the stone wall of their prison. And they were all shaped like that cross. That cross, yeah. Oh, that was. And they, ever they, since then, yeah. like I'm, and and they could trace that lead mm-hmm. back to a lead uh, lead quarry that was 30, 30 miles from the Rothschilds' castle in France. And like, after that, I was like, okay, well, there's. And then you got you know, it's, it's there's, there's the fl- there's the flood ton. I mean, there's a lot of work underground since the 1500s. Coconut that, fiber. Co- yeah. There's a lot of stuff on that island that's not supposed to be there. Mm. You yeah, because so. it's in Nova Scotia, Canada. Right. And they're finding coconut fiber in these drains mm. that date back to the 17, 1600s. It's a great show. Presidents have been so looking there's for stuff. It is kind of promising, even though they don't find anything. They're finding a lot of other stuff that kind of links. FDR. Yeah, they found like a gold ring. They, yep. Yeah, they found some gemstone jewelry. Yeah, they found a lot of historically significant items on the island. I think it's so a matter it's of time, possible, but right? it's what? 
it's possible that there's some kind of treasure there. So what are the, what treasure do they believe that? Or King Solomon's uh, treasure right, is what is one of the rumors is you know the ark. Um, yeah. Whatever was in King Solomon's temple, that got stu- the Templars were transporting supposedly the King Solomon's treasure, and they they feel it ended up on uh, like they on were the they were fleeing France because the French government was killing all of the Templars, and they fled to was it Ireland or Scotland? Yeah, they, they visited Ireland, right? Yeah. And then they believe that was the staging point to them bringing that treasure over to. And there's accounts of. Uh, captains uh, that were linked to the Rothschilds dropping off mm-hmm. supplies. Shakespeare's lost manuscripts. There's a lot. And There's I, a lot I feel of stuff. like the treasure too. Like they just put anything to it. Like it was. Like, all, oh, it, it was also a pirate island. So a lot of like a lot of pirates would would bury their treasure on this island as well. It, it was it was kind of an was, island for everybody. Yeah, it was a staging <laughs> island during the yeah. Revolutionary War for the British. Mm-hmm. They would they would bank off of that island and then come down on top of New York. There's a there's a ton of history on that island. You got to watch it. And you'll you'll F- get that. Yeah, all, all my references to it are just come from the show. That's all I know. I've never like personally researched it outside of what the show tells you. They do enough research on the show to for me. Yeah. It's still well, like how many seasons has that got? I mean, they've been going seven, at it for years. I think it's seven or eight. Seven or eight, yeah. Yeah, but they always find something. You know, like I don't know whether well, a lot of coins, a lot of old ship. Chip equipment. The problem spikes. is, is you have to be meticulous when you're digging this up because yeah. it's Canadian law. Yeah. So they have to take their time each time they do something. So it's going to take time to like scour this whole island at you know a hundred feet deep. Right. Wouldn't yeah. it be cool to be like the contractor that works for the rich dude? Like, yeah, yeah, just going to keep digging. And then, Rich, you, you got to watch it, and then your your favorite character is going to be Gary Drayton. Yes, yes, Gary Drayton. Yeah. He's, yeah, the metal detector guy. Yeah, best person on the mm-hmm. show. He, by far. Yeah. Jamal, didn't you get a metal detector? I did, yep. Yep, sitting in the garage. Yeah. Sitting in the garage. <laughs> yep, sitting in the garage. How many times did you use it? I used it. Uh, I used it to find a quarter in the backyard. In the backyard. <laughs> to see if it worked. Deep hole because he was wearing stiltos. I do it in an Australian <laughs> accent. I got that metal detector because there is a cool story uh, by Fairplay, Colorado, yeah. about uh, about a group of robbers that supposedly uh, hit a treasure up in the mountains out there. And we actually did a lot of research last year on that, didn't we, Ray? I think we, f- I think we found the area, yeah. at least, at least what, what did we say, a mi- uh, like a square mile yeah. to search? Yep. Everything kind of lined up right. But the problem was, is like the metal detector wouldn't actually find the treasure because uh, the accounts were that it was buried behind like a empty shaft mine and then filled up with rocks. So it had been too deep. Yeah. But still, like, it's not accounted for. That's a cool story. We should do an episode on that. We should. That's, that, that, is, we, that is a cool story. Yeah. And I think I, I think we could, we could, I mean, a mile square is to search underground. that You can't see anything. It's hard. And all the artifacts that they they put around, the axe and the, yep, blah, in blah, the, blah, the shovel. Yep. I mean, it's it all, all burnt up. Yeah. Well, and I thought maybe the metal detector could pick up um, an axe, axe head. or Oh, man. But then there was this story where the people found that in the like the swamp. You remember? Did you read that? Yes, I did. Yeah, so, you know, but it was in a completely know. yeah, it was a completely different location. The story though behind how that treasure gets there, yeah, we'll have to do one. It involves a head, uh, a decapitated head in storefronts in Fair Play. So yeah, that's fun. Mm. Wow. <laughs> to be continued. To be I continued. Feel like if you find treasure, you can't keep it. Yes. So what the well, fuck depends on where you live. Uh, Colorado, I think, has a hundred-year law. 
Why can't you keep it? Can you, what if you just didn't tell anybody and then just sold it off on the black market? Well, that's yeah. true. That's one way to do it, I guess. The, the deep yeah. web. The deep web. <laughs> Rich, speaking about the deep web, Letterkenny's out. Oh, I know. I haven't watched it yet, but. The banter is on next level. Their writing well, is really yeah, good. Letterkenny, yeah. man. There's nothing. You got to just stay with them because they just, they just go so far down the rabbit hole. Oh, God. Wow. I, so, it's almost like they're speaking a different language at some point. Speaking got, of Canadian TV shows, uh, I think Trailer Park Boys is out, yeah, right? In jail. Park Boys? In jail. What? So they're yeah. not, but they're not on Netflix anymore. They're they're doing it on their SwearNet. SwearNet.com. Uh, I haven't it's heard a, of it. Five ninety nine a month or a dot something or five ninety nine a year. One of those. You pay for the subscription, right? But they're doing a whole season in jail. In jail. In jail. <laughs> Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles are in jail. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to pick it up where they left off before they went animated, where they're still in jail, but now they're coming off the mushrooms, and they're waking up. Yeah, that's a good, that's a great show. I was sad when Jim Leahy. Died. I'm watching it all over again for like the tenth time. Oh, uh, Jim Leahy's great. Yeah, it's a shame he passed. Yeah, I watched a um a little documentary he did quite a few years ago, and he uh, he loved building like uh, walls along the sea bank. And he's like, oh, maybe one day they'll be like, oh, James Leahy did that. He's like, I doubt they'll know my name, but they'll think about <laughs> it. <laughs> you seem like a cool dude. Devin, you shared this. And I, it's sort of going to be like a space uh, exploration episode. And then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the uh, the plans we have for 2021 for the podcast. There's some interesting stuff going on in space right now, especially with uh, what uh, Space Force members will be called. Yeah, I they'll be called that. Guardians. Well, Mike Pence is the one that got to tell everybody. I think our government ripped off Marvel Comics. No, but... <laughs> Star Trek and Marvel Comics. Like the logo is Star Trek. Well, supposedly, like the original commando or the command motto for the Air Force Space Command was Guardians on the High Frontier. So that's, that's why it's awesome. You know, what I mean, that's really? actually kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. And you know, it's a reach for you know Guardians of the Galaxy. You think? I like it. I don't care. I don't care if he's it. mad. Should we sue the government? They stole her name. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Devin. I feel like we go left and you go right. <laughs> I'm a very much capitalist. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's what I thought of was Guardian of the Galaxies. I didn't know the history behind that. Yeah, that's I would. I, that's what my brain went right to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't help. It's the Space Force. I hate that name. It's kind of like space. It kind of reminds like, me of space balls. Yeah, it's like just it's like smart people sitting around. Like we couldn't come up with better something better. Yes. Yeah, we couldn't. I don't know. Maybe the Galactic Federation only approved Space Force. What do they call them? Starship Troopers. The what? Okay. What's what's the feder? Is it what's that? What's their military called in Starship Troopers? I was like, yeah, they should just totally uh, find out what they were called on Starship Troopers and then just straight up say, oh, yeah, we ripped it off from that movie for sure. <laughs> I think it was called the Terran Federation Army. Oh, that, that sounds right. Terran. Because that's what they call Earthlings. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you just said it was going to be cool. <laughs> oh, it definitely doesn't sound cool, does it? <laughs> it's, it's better than Space Force. Oh, I, I don't know. I God. like. I kind of like Actually, space force. Do you yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Space League. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> space League. That's, that's like. That's like. Yeah. What's that? What's that show with the basketball? What is it? Basketball. It's basketball. <laughs> Beer League. Beer League. Yeah. yeah. No, that sounds like some drunk party we're bringing to the universe. Yeah. Watch out, guys. Space League's coming. <laughs> 
That still sounds better than Space Force. <laughs> anyway, they're going to be called Guardians. Maybe they should have just called it the Galactic Federation. Well, that's that's already taken. I mean, in a bunker in Mars. Yeah, secretly somewhere. Yeah, according- supposedly there's four thousand members of Space Force, so there's four thousand Guardians right now in the U.S. <laughs> oh so man, what, their what, ego is going to be they ridiculous. Actually do or. We invade planets, yeah. brah. They, they, they control the space. Two airport stations in Florida were officially redesignated as Space Force facilities earlier in December. this December. So they're moving forward. I don't know what they did for a boot camp. Hmm. Have you ever seen Space Force on Netflix? No. That's basically probably what it is. That's what, I, that's what I'm envisioning, at least, with Steve Carell. I don't know. I just... It's going to be like a lot of satellites. So then what's the point of NASA? Cyber shit, isn't it? Then what's the point of NASA? NASA? I don't think NASA's not militaristic, though. They're more scientific. Supposedly. There's a whole Supposedly. there's a whole Allegedly. underbelly there. Allegedly. Of, uh, it's its own uh, version of the CIA to counteract the CIA. Right. Hence Project Blue Beam. Which, I don't know if you've seen all these earthquakes popping up around, but now every time I see an earthquake, I think, oh. Well, I mean, Devin's oh. the one that's fucking... Producing the earthquakes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so he didn't oh, tell us that when we had the fucking episode. It does, cause, it does cause minor earthquakes. And I could see how that happens because that's pretty much what they're doing. You know, when they're fracking, they're just pushing water down there and creating a crack and then filling that crack with sand. So that, uh, stress has got to go somewhere. You know what I mean? If you have any plates yeah. that are, yeah. little, you know, they need a little slippage or whatever, it just gives them a little nudge. Well, and a teaser for 2021, we're doing an episode on Hurricane Sandy and Harp, which I don't know if any of you guys know anything about Harp. I mean, you were in Hurricane Sandy, weren't you, Tito and Ray? Yeah. Yes. So, there. I mean, have you guys ever heard of that conspiracy with Harp? No, no I haven't. I haven't. Really? There was a, um, yeah, that we'll do an episode on that because... I mean, that storm, when Sandy came rolling through, was like the whole side of the U.S. And there's a there's a whole belief that it was generated to get to that size through uh, through Harp. I mean, it was in the like most perfect circumstances you could have a storm on. That's the so, one that hit New York and all that, yeah? Long Island and all those? Yeah. It hit, all the, it it hit had, the entire you know, East Coast. Yeah, yeah, You should yeah. look up at look up a full uh, moon, high tide. Yeah. It was just like the perfect storm. Why are we doing this? Live <laughs> from the basement of Norad. <laughs> no, I'm hungover in a dark alley. That's how I feel today. If you're, if you're bumping, like you said, you were this morning. I mean, you just you just keep going, bro. That's what that's I should have. Sh- well, you know, I used it all up by like two o'clock. Oh, that's you know? that's why. Yeah, right. yep. And I wasn't like I wasn't gonna be that guy that makes a run in the middle of the night. Hey, man. Hey, that stuff's really good. The dude that's on uh, was on Stern for a long time, uh, Artie Lang. Oh, yeah, Artie Lang. Man, his, that his guy. Stories, his stories about having to get, you know, his fixes and stuff were pretty funny. What was sketchy. The... Have you seen his nose lately? Uh-uh. It's completely, he doesn't even look like Artie Lang anymore. It's completely collapsed, his oh. nose. You should his look little... up a picture of him if you have any way to look that up right now, but you it's like hard even believing it's him. He could fit a roll of quarters in there now. <laughs> well, no, it's like it's yeah. like collapsed. Yeah, like it's, it, it's insane. It. And pretty much what he said was he was with the I don't know if it was with a prostitute or whatever, but he's <laughs> he snorted pure glass. And that's what like really did it in for. And it How collapsed his whole nose. Someone like tried someone cheated him? I, think, I don't I know how you mistake that. I can't remember. Oh, no. I think he broke something. I don't know. Might have broke something and got mixed in or whatever. I'm not 100% sure, but his nose looks horrific. And he wants to fix it, but 
Oh, I see what you're like, saying. Maybe I won't, you know. No, he should. He definitely should. He should fix that. Yeah, he was ugly before, but now he's like extra. <laughs> oh, that's extra not, ugly. Aw. Well, that's what happens when fella. you fucking do drugs. Don't do drugs. Good thing he's you can't even tell it's him. No, he looks totally different. You're right. Who knew a nose was that important to your profile? Right. No. Yep, that's true. Yeah. It is. Hey, did you guys see uh, this story about a crashed Israeli lunar that was trying to land on the moon and it spilled these water bears or tardigrades? I did see that. They're, they're yeah. the world's. They're the toughest animals that we know of. It's that this story is so crazy because they started off with this, but they they said that the whole idea behind the the mission was they were trying to uh, drop off these nickel plates that have thousands and thousands of screenshots of like different books and how to translate into English and different languages. And uh, and it's all like condensed down. So like if you zoom in on it a thousand times, then it comes up to normal size. And they put it in nickel so that it would be preserved on the moon. And also, that was the that was the main mission. But they also had these water bears or tardigrades, just sort of creepy looking little parasites. And they say they're like the toughest toughest thing on Earth. And they think that they can recover them on next missions to the moon and then rehydrate them and they'll come back to life. They but, look alien. Yeah. They're just, dead or like they can't survive up there. They said they, no, they, they, no, they, they said they, they can survive. They survive in space like up to two years, if I remember right, reading another article. I didn't see the two years, but they did, they did say that they had the, um, the ability to survive. I don't think they're, I think they're like dormant. How many did they drop? Uh, Is that part here. of the Guardian? Are they Guardians? Is that part of the well, they said how many there were. I don't. But they're like super microscopic, like creatures. I assume you could get quite a, like quite a few hundred. It was a DVD sized object. Did, they purposely did that, though. Yes. No, the thing crashed. Why did they have them? Well, what's the purpose of them? Why are they carrying them in the space? They didn't say. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like, well, oh, don't forget your tardigrades. They do all sorts of weird shit. You know. I don't. know. There's got to be a reason for them. It, unless it was just like, hey. Why you guys are going up there to drop off this? In, you know, why are we dropping off information on the moon? First of all, because the, well, the Galactic Federation won. But oh, it's the, you think that's the drop point? It's like the mailbox. They come, but, they come by and pick it up. Yeah, but why the tardigrades? I don't get it. Maybe, it's like halfway uh, to Mars. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. They're known to enter dormant states, which alters their metabolic processes, and they can stop it. And the water in their cells is replaced by a protein that effectively turns their cells into glass. Really. Scientists have removed yeah, tardigrades that have spent up to 10 years in this dehydrated state. Yeah. So some cases, ten years. they may not be able to survive much longer without water. That's crazy. So they're thinking, what, up to 10 years then? I'm not sure what they're thinking, but possibly, yes. Where do these things exist on Earth? I believe they're all over. I'm not 100% though. Like, I mean, this first time I heard of tardigrades. I've heard of them before. They're called water bears is another thing. They're referred to as are they like in lakes or in the ocean? They're or? aquatic, semi-aquatic. They can survive in watery as well as terrestrial environments, from oceans and lakes to mountains, forests, and sand dunes. They are found all over the world, from frigid Antarctic glaciers to active lava fields. They are most commonly found living in moss. Wow, that should be our mascot. I'd like to know why they were in space, though. Yeah. I don't What's the purpose of them? Why they bring them? It's not. 
Yeah, maybe just to see if they could survive and like try to prove like how. So is it? Well, they dropped purposely, I guess. You know what I'm saying? No, no, because it the the thing crashed. the The thing that was landing down to drop off the nickel plates and all that stuff, it crashed because there was an error in their computing, and so it was a failed mission. It was carrying. I don't know why it was carrying. I assume they were. It was planned to drop them down there anyway, but maybe. It broke out, and they're all, like, scattered out there now. Maybe they want to see if uh, living organisms can, uh, you know, live on the moon. What if the next time they go, they're the size of real bears? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, imagine that. If they were big, they'd be terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, look at that. Yeah, if you look at that, put that thing at 10 foot tall. It looks like an alien. (laughs) Yeah. That's like, that's what I'm saying. With an asshole for a face. (laughs) Corey. Jamal. Oh. Stay away from that thing. Oh. That's the second thing Jamal brought up. You know what? That looks hey. like a butt. <laughs> God damn it. What was the flower? <laughs> it was the, the flower and a tardigrade. The flower and the tardigrade. What are you looking at at night? <laughs> this, is fucked. this is such a fucked up show. <laughs> well, it's about to get more fucked up because have you heard about the mad pooper of Colorado Springs? Oh, uh, yes, I have. <laughs> I have not. First I of all, have. I believe it was a woman. Uh, no. Oh, how dare you assume gender, right? This is a person in transition. <laughs> Wait, Rick. Uh, the pooper. The, I, I believe it was a, uh, a the lady runner. As well. The runner. The runner that just didn't want to go to the. She had to poop every time she yeah, ran. Yeah, she pooped. She pooped at uh, one of the parks that I used to coach the kids at. She's, she's pooped everywhere. This this woman gets uh, around. She, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Tito gave her a bucket. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just shit in the bucket. <laughs> she said no. I haven't caught her yet. They it's, said the police are still looking for her. Uh, they have not been able to catch her. There is a spokesman. <laughs> That has come out in her defense, though, a spokesman for the mad pooper. And she has compared her actions to breastfeeding in public. And no, uh, that's, that's a good correlation. <laughs> that seems really like, you know, they're similar. Not. <laughs> hey, you know what? Kids got to eat. Woman's got to shit. It is like breastfeeding. It's just One's like nourishing and the other one's just feels refreshing. They're both natural. No, uh... they're both natural. <laughs> I mean, I can't poop in you. public. I can't poop in public, but if you can, it's a natural thing. <laughs> the, uh, Wait, the, so they know who this – they're unable to catch her, but she's known as Shirley. Shirley. I don't know why the quotation marks. They said she's been – Because it, that might not be her name. They, they just said, named her Shirley. They, they, she has been – Shirley. Shirley. She has been terrorizing residents by, by stopping during she's her runs and literally pooping on their lawns, sometimes in front of their children. So far, authorities have been unable to catch her. Yesterday, however, a man came forward claiming to be Shirley's spokesperson and explained her behavior in the video. I got that in the... Uh, There's uh, a video old, of her doing it? Uh, no, a, a, a spokesperson video. Like, he came out with a video in her defense. But they, they took it down, I guess. You know, they haven't found her yet, so I assume this will help them. They have a picture of her. I, I don't know. I don't, what are right they, there. What are they? Yeah, well, that's not a very good picture. Oh, that's pretty good enough. <laughs> oh, my God. I scroll to the bottom. Yeah. This is the toilet paper company Charmin. Yes. Has offered her a year's supply of toilet paper if she turns herself in. Yes. And <laughs> company Squatty Potty. Don't you give in, Mad Pooper. On the social media give campaign. in. Give don't, in. Don't you give in. 
You take, keep taking shit. You could resell that toilet paper in a couple of months for quite a penny. Apparently, she's protected under the First Amendment. So, <laughs> <laughs> the right to poop. That's probably why they took it down. They're like, this guy is dumb. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think she's like quiet when she's pooping? Or you think she's like flipping off little kids while she's pooping? <laughs> like, fuck you. Just, I, I thought you fuck meant the sound. You. I thought you meant the sound of her poop if she was like a quiet pooper or is it like explosive? Oh yeah, that's that's. Is she like? Probably depends is she spraying on what kind of along? freaking ethnic food she's been eating? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking if she's a runner, she's probably eating pretty healthy, so it's probably just coming out real clean. <laughs> Maybe she's down in like a gallon of prune juice, dude. Like you know, a little uh, prune juice, a little bit of Indian food. Where it's yeah. at. That means she's not wiping though. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. She's got a perfect turd cutter because it's so fiber. You know, so much fiber. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> little little rabbit pellets just come flying out. Those kind of poops only happen for me like a handful of times a year. The rest of the time, I feel like I'm wiping the end of a marker. Man, a ghost wipe is always good, you know? Uh, I guess it's becoming a normal thing. It's like, is that deer poop over there? No, no, it's Shirley's. Or whatever. What's what they call it? Yeah, Shirley. The mad pooper. It's Shirley's poop. Yeah, you could probably sell that shit. Literally. Uh, Devin, you shared this story in, uh, what is it, in Denver it took place? The Balloon Boy? Yeah, do you guys remember this? No, I don't know anything about this story. I heard that uh, there was a pardon during the middle of a pandemic for these people, but I don't know uh, anything about, what. what is this? Okay, so back in 2009, there was like, I don't, it was like, it was a weather experiment gone wrong. Supposedly, like, this balloon went up like thousands of feet in the air, and they called the authorities and said their six-year-old kid was inside of it. Mm. And it was going across, like, pretty much the front range from, I want to say it was Longmont, but I'm not 100%. Like, I have to go look, like, actually what town they were in. Uh-huh. But, I mean, they shut down DIA. They had, like, choppers chasing this freaking balloon, you know. And they come to find out the kid was just hiding in the attic. Who owned the balloon? The family did. The parents. So they thought their son was in the balloon or or they right. made so, it up? Well, it was pretty much a publicity stunt because at the time, this couple had been on that uh, that TV show, uh, Wife Swap. <laughs> and they were trying to cash in and like become a little bit more famous, right? Right. And so they did this hoax to, in hopes of getting more reality TV series coverage and all this other stuff. But the kid, being a kid, dimed him out on Larry King Live. He did what? Dimed him out on Larry King Live because Larry King straight up asked him. Um, when asked why he was hiding, Falcon answered. That's the kid's name, by the way, is Falcon. Great name. Yeah. You, know, it's you guys said that we did this for the show. <laughs> right on. Live TV. And he so was six, right? Goes, Man. And the mom goes, no, his mother said. <laughs> but <laughs> they pretty much just. Faked this, you know, they faked this experiment to say that he was in it to get all this news coverage and publicity. But man, they got ended up getting hammered $36,000 in restitution to the authorities. Uh, I think the dad spent like 90 days in jail. The wife wasn't even a U.S. citizen at the time either. So what they were saying is that they actually pled guilty to a lesser crime just to get it done with for lesser right. charges. Right. Yeah, so just, yeah, be done with it. Sent out and all that. And so I guess that's why Polis decided to pardon him. But in the sentencing, the, the judge straight up said, boom, and, you know, gave him the time in jail, the fines, all that. And then said, you can't, you can't make any money off of this. 
<laughs> as part of their life. They're not allowed to monetize it in any way. So I'm like, dude, with this pardon, does do that? Can they now? Can they write a book yeah, about it? I yeah. mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was a pardon is full. Yeah, like it was like most people in this long, you know, front range area remember this going down. I mean, they were shutting everything down. I remember this when I was living in Long Island. Yeah. I'm surprised it was only $36,000. Well, this is back, you know. Well, that's true. I mean, you consider they shut, they were canceling flights at DIA. And <laughs> this was, this would have been, this was 2006, 2007, wasn't it? 2009. 2009. 2009. 2009. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, you know what the father said after he got pardoned? What do you say? He said, I'm flying high. <laughs> this is just fantastic. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yep, there comes a book. Yep. You can wait for it. Yeah. But if you're a felon, you can't be a general contractor because that's another reason why they're seeking the pardon is because he wants to apply for general contractor's license. Oh, he can't be he can't be a general contractor? Well, I don't want this guy building my house. Because one of the charges was a felony. Anywho, it doesn't matter now that uh, Paul's well, barred. You know, and, it's 11 years. I feel like yeah, that's fair. They probably have already paid off their debt. Yeah, well, that kid was six in 2009, so what is he now? 18? Ballpark? Yeah. yeah 17? What's, what's he looking like now? I don't know. I don't, I don't show a picture of the kid, you know, that whole thing with the minors. Can't be that hard. His name is fucking. cashed out, you know, with the, the Indian beating the drum in his face. That kid made out like a bandit. Yeah. Well, that's so what happens that's... when you fucking try to ruin a kid's life. Yep. Oh, there, so. oh, there's a picture of him. Falcon, what did you put in? Balloon Boy Falcon? Balloon Boy Falcon. Yeah, there's a picture of him. Yeah, he's all grown up. He don't need that shit on his back. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. His yeah. parents were being idiots. Yeah, for sure. You know, I don't blame the kids at all. I think it's hilarious the kid dined him out. <laughs> well, no six, you can't, you can't do that to a six-year-old. That's too much pressure to put on him. You gotta lie. Yeah. You're telling us, yeah. He probably was relieved. He's like, yeah. Yeah, man, I was in the attic. Uh, what? Probably saved him, a, saved him a trip to Neverland Ranch, you know? Oh, oh allegedly. It could have <laughs> been, you know, you don't know. You know, like maybe it was it's the best true. experience of a child. I mean, there's life. just some documentaries that are pretty good. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to, uh, it's easy to uh, accuse a dead man. That's all I'm saying. Should have been, should have been, I mean, we should do an episode on that because there is actually uh whole rabbit hole there him and uh we're going to do a p- episode on uh paul walker as well conspiracy behind his death he's like race cars say what uh, i would be interesting to hear what the, the conspiracy on that is yeah it is uh it's a uh it's a rabbit hole for sure we'll have to do that one too because i i'm once you hear this Devin, you'll become a very big fan of paul walker i like yeah. paul walker. yeah i but, like vin diesel yeah but you'll i mean you like Paul Walker. Did you guys see this? Did you guys see this uh, angry squirrel in uh, Queens? No. I always try to get a New York story in to show how crazy New York City is. Hey. <laughs> look at look at this thing. This uh, angry All squirrel in uh, in uh, Queens. Just uh, t- <laughs> you gotta watch the video. Reporting a he up just attacking motherfuckers. Just straight up attacking. <laughs> 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 He's not rabid? I, I, to me, that sounds like a rabid squirrel. But to these people, they're like, oh, he's just real territorial. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> you see the video of this thing just flying out of the corner of the shot at a person. 
There's blood all over the snow. From How does this become like big news? Does someone call in and be like, hey, dude, I got a story for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know they're trying to trap the thing. Uh, yeah. Well, the squirrels aren't that dumb. They're like, oh, a nice shiny box. Yeah, I'm not going. Well, listen, this is only a New Yorker would say this. Listen, uh, we were wrestling in the snow and there's blood everywhere. And my fingers were getting chewed and it wouldn't let go. Eventually, it just stopped. And there I was in a big bloody mess. (laughs) That's the only thing a New Yorker would say? say, She added, this was an MMA cage match and I lost. Nice. <laughs> I feel like New Yorkers are tough people until it comes to animals, and then they get freaked out very easily by anything, anything that's yeah, no, closely related to nature. Snack and be like, it's done. Throw that on the grill. Squirrel tongue's the best. Mm-mm. <laughs> I've uh, I've had squirrel in a in a red wine, marinated in red wine, and then roasted it. See, yeah, New Yorkers don't talk like that. <laughs> Especially if an animal attacks us, because it, it goes, it's gonna go more like this. There was like a forty-five pound fucking squirrel. He came out of fucking nowhere, bite my fucking fingers. I, I threw the kid away so he didn't get hurt. I just like you gotta go on the show notes and just watch the the video of the squirrel flying out of the corner of the window. <laughs> the squirrel's doing just to be a dickhead. It sounds. I mean, to me, if a squirrel's acting like that, I'm thinking ah, a rabbit. That's a rabbit squirrel. But maybe not. Maybe he's just real territorial. This rare, squirrels rarely test positive for rabies. Really? They didn't say for sure yay or nay, though. Yeah. They haven't caught it, though, so they don't know. <laughs> this motherfucker's like, I'm moving to the Bronx. Do they have an APB out for him? Or? <laughs> the guy I work with is freaking, was it his dog or his cat? But the kids were fucking playing with this dead cat or this dead bat. So they ended up all having to get this freaking rabies vaccine. The funny thing was, like, you know, it kind of made the news a little bit. So the cat hadn't gotten any of its shots or anything like that because he didn't want to pay the vet bills for it. So instead of saying that the cat was theirs, there's like, oh, we were just taking care of it because it's just a local stray and (laughs) all this shit. Where was that at? Uh, Longmont, I want to say. No, no, no. Where does he live? Somewhere in Denver. I don't remember. Somewhere in Denver. It was last. Was was it this year or last year? It was last year that happened. Did you guys see that there was a new monolith sighting again? Yeah. Well, it's different this time. Uh, a mysterious <laughs> gingerbread monolith appears in San Francisco. <laughs> I think I was delicious. hungry when I came across this, and I just thought, Seven "Oh man, it looks tall. so good." It's yeah, that's pretty. I'm impressed. What else are these? You know, these poor people in San Francisco—they can't do anything else. So it's just. It's not even like they didn't even decorate it nicely. <laughs> Just a couple gumdrop gumdrops yeah. on there. I mean, that shows you like I think I think mankind's getting slowly but surely like nicer. Like back in the day, somebody would have knocked that the fuck over. I feel yeah. like, don't you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. After Definitely. Kick to the side, pull a little Cobra Kai. Probably would have gotten stabbed <laughs> while you were building it. Yeah, no, I thought that was a nice, uh, you know, nice little story to end. This I'm like, show I'd want to punch it just to see how thick it is. Like, how thick is that gingerbread? Because if it's seven foot tall, it's got to be like decent chunk. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. got to have some support inside of it, don't you think? Oh, you know what? Maybe the maybe there's a monolith inside of it. Oh. And the aliens put it there just. Because you know, they figured, wrapping. Yeah, yeah, they figured all oh, these guys will eat this shit. Those obese Americans. Yeah, exactly. You put some the fucking gingerbread on a hill and they'll all come flying to it. I mean, if you found that, that would be kind of neat. But 
Yeah, I always feel like the first person that would discover that. Might be the person that built it. That's weird. Well, guys, um, we're at an hour. What uh, what are we doing for 2021 for shows? we got to figure this shit out. We, we we have at least two episodes full of that MK1, MK Ultra yeah. deal. Jolly West. Yeah, a lot of MK Ultra stuff you could talk about. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely going to probably like... We're going to do one um, this month in January on JFK and Jolly West. And then uh, I'll probably do one a month. One a month just based on those until we're done with it. Because that MK Ultra, I mean, there's so many different directions you can go down. And I got to like, I got to compartmentalize it, you know? Yeah. Rich, you should find more on like those unsolved mysteries like the Sauter family. That was a good one. Sauter family, you know, yeah. Sauter family was a... Uh, actually, one of our most downloaded episodes, and uh, and Sasquatch is one of ours. Are, are riveting because they pull you in because yeah, you want to. I think I'll tackle those a little bit more. Yeah, you need Absolutely. to find some, find some more of those because those were good. Like I actually I actually got into that episode while I was on the, and then after I got into, we it. need to talk about this while we're on the podcast. What did you find out about uh, that that dude? Oh, right. Was it his brother or his uncle? No, no. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I don't. It didn't say they were related, but the same name. What was the last name of that guy, Rich? Uh, oh, what is his name? Sodu. Yeah. Sodu so- was. He was like a general in the first army for the Mussolini. For, for the Mussolini, yeah. and like a his, like a high, high up guy, like his main. Yeah, his main dude. Like, so I'm wondering if there was a relation there, and it's not far off of him. It was like I would I would put him as an uncle, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was like so, his uncle. So and they had a falling out, Mussolini and the uncle. So do. Yeah. Huh. So like that's the thing that was, I was it was a bit intriguing, but I showed I showed it. We didn't ever talked about it. Yeah, we never podcast, talked about but, it, but yeah, yeah, you found that out after we got done with the podcast. Yeah. And was, so I'm I'm wondering, but yeah, well, I, yeah. I, and that was our uh, that was your first one too. Yeah, that I was it. I. But I like those types of stories. Yeah, and uh, we also got to do um, we also got to do a show, John McAfee. Who John? You ever heard of John McAfee? No. McAfee antivirus? You ever heard of this guy? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Everybody in the crypto world knows him. He said he'd eat his dick if uh, Bitcoin wasn't at a certain price by a certain level time of year. I can't remember what it was. Well, uh, Devin, I'm trying to get him on the podcast for an interview. So Are you he, seriously? Yep, yep. So we sent out an email to John McAfee. So John, you know, check your email in your Spanish prison, and uh, let's figure this out. <laughs> he sent out a tweet. He sent out a tweet last week saying, "Anyone who wants the truth, email me, and I'll do an interview." And this guy will do an interview with anyone. I'm serious. This is true. Yes. Yeah. So I think we got a good chance. I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having John on there. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, and then, Rich, you got someone too you want to interview. Uh, yeah, doctor uh, in Chicago. He wrote a book called uh, "Physicians and Untold Stories" about like uh, strange and stories that happened in the ER and stuff like that. But he was just on another uh, huge podcast, and uh, I got linked up with him out here in Arizona. So I'm gonna try to talk to him he was and on see if a, we'd have him on. Also, he was on Coast to Coast. They had yep. him on Coast, Coast to Coast. Coast. Yeah. Oh, you, hey, Rich, you spoke to him. Uh, me and his son are friends, oh, so okay. yeah, I think that'd be a fun yeah. one. We gotta have uh, we gotta have Doctor Dave on the show. Uh, yeah, for that, absolutely. Yeah, that would be a good oh, show yeah, to have Doctor yeah, yeah, Dave yeah. on. For show, sure. we'll just kick. Uh, we'll just kick. I'm trying Peter to off. think. Do we know anybody else interesting? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I hey, think we do. If anyone does, you know, like you know, go to f- go and fucking on our Facebook page and send. Yeah, us a John message. McAfee even claims he knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is. This mother, this ah, yeah. I want to get John McAfee on this show, dude. If he got on here, that'd be great. <laughs> I think so. You hear that, John Nakamoto? That's is that the person who created Bitcoin? Yeah, it's persons yeah. or persons. There's like they've never really come out and said like who created it, but that's like the moniker name that they used when they wrote their white paper, and they mined a bunch of Bitcoin. That that wallet is just sat there. None of it's been moved. I can't remember how many thousands are on there. I need someone to explain to me the process of Bitcoin, how this works. What is what does mining mean? Like I can, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, like, like I need. I mean, yeah, I mean, twenty. 50, give me fifteen minutes, and I can explain. Yeah, it. I think we should do an episode because I, I was trying to. I was researching it, and I'm like, I still just can't grasp the concept of how this works. And like, you can only mine a certain amount. Are they and they're they're hidden by puzzles? I don't get it. You know, it's an algorithm. Yeah, let's see. I, I can explain it, but break it down on a certain level. There's mul- There's different types there's proof of work and there's proof of stake bitcoin is a proof of work so what that mining rig has to do is they're pretty much competing with all the other mining rigs in the world to be able to do a transaction on the bitcoin chain but before they're allowed to do it they have to solve an algorithm and when that machine solves the algorithm they're rewarded the ability to do a transaction and add it on to the bitcoin blockchain and they, I can't remember what the payout is now, but it shrinks every four years. It gets cut in half how much Bitcoin's released until like 21, 24, I want to say it is when no more Bitcoin is released. And then the, the mining rigs will only get paid in transaction fees. And this is, it's, it's all based off of a giant ledger. Yes, it's just it's all public knowledge. So anybody can go on there and look at the Bitcoin chain all the way back to the very first transactions. And it's all just wallet addresses, right? There's no names or anything attached to it, but it's just... This wallet sent this much Bitcoin here, you know, and it keeps track of it. It's it can't be duplicated. And the one thing that makes it so secure is if you tried to like hack Bitcoin, you have to have fifty one percent of the mining rigs under your control. Which, when you're talking on a global scale, it's like the internet. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you have to try to take over fifty one percent of the internet to try to change something. It's damn near impossible. I'm not saying it is impossible, but I would say it's really damn near impossible. That's what makes it so secure. But that's part of the reason why it's so slow compared to other blockchain, you know, crypto projects is because it's slow on purpose to make it way more secure. And that's why and all it really is, is just a transfer of money from one person to the other. That's all it really is. It's just a store of value or wealth. I pay you 15 bucks you know, back and forth. It eliminates the middleman. But with that comes all the responsibility of it. If you fuck up and lose your wallet, it's there's no one there to help you find it. You know what I'm saying? It's all on you. So if you lose your pass keys and give out your private information and all that, that's all on you. Yeah, there's that's a risk-reward for sure. All the power is in your hands, pretty much. That's why we've got a Bitcoin ticker at the bottom of our website. So when people donate, they know exactly what Bitcoin rate is going at. So we can get our Bitcoin yeah, breath. I can, I can talk about it for a long time. Yeah, please so. stop. Please. please stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the very tip of like what tip. really what cryptocurrency is. Well, I feel like uh, you, and, did it. you and John. The reason why they did it is to 
Because Devin, 2008, stop. the banking crisis stop, and all Devin. that. That's why no they created cares. it. Stop. <laughs> Devin, Devin just got lost. Yeah, I know. Devin, we're like an hour and a half, all right? I know you could go four hours on Bitcoin, and I want to take a nap because I'm hungover. I'm like, it's like, I'm like that meme from Pacific Rim where he's pulling his hair out and stuff, and he's trying to explain like how shit works. Well, we're, uh, we're going to call it an episode. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy you know, let's, let's do this. Let's fucking kick 2021's ass. All right. Have a good one, guys. We'll see you next week. Hey, society. Tito here. For those of you with a curious mind and those of you who like the show, follow us on our Facebook page, Phantom Facts Society, where we post bizarre and unsolved stories. Feel free to post stories you find interesting, and maybe we'll cover them on next Friday's show. Peace out, Phantoms. I don't know what that means.